0: Welcome to Two Minutes in Trade, where we interpret the latest trade news to help you understand the impact on your business. For a comprehensive background on the issues discussed today, please visit strtrade.com.
1: Today is Thursday, November 10th, 2022, and this is Ned Steiner with Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg. Recent media reports, including our own Two Minutes in Trade, have suggested that trade promotion may be on the agenda for Congress and the administration in 2023, especially in the case of divided government, which is a distinct possibility with Republicans having a good shot at controlling the House, if not also the Senate, in the next term. For all of the trade skepticism that has proliferated in both the House and Senate among Democrats and Republicans and among administration officials, there remain a sizable number in Congress and in the executive that would like to see a more robust trade promotion agenda. President Biden himself has expressed that on a number of occasions. His campaign pledge in 2020 was to invest first in domestic capability and then pivot to trade. With all of the disruptions of the past years, Biden has successfully shepherded through a domestic investment agenda, including the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, the CHIPS Act, and more recently the Inflation Reduction Act, all of which have created pillars for U.S. investment in national manufacturing capability. As for the pivot, We are now starting to see an acceleration of trade-related conversations, if not negotiations per se, with a number of potential partners in Europe, Africa, the Americas, and Asia, including, yes, it's true, China. It has been reported that President Biden will have a sidebar conversation with President Xi at the G20 summit in Indonesia next week about trade. While we shouldn't overstate the importance of the exchange, it does indicate that the administration is interested in moving beyond the current stalemate, which threatens to deteriorate into a cold trade war if not attended to. But talking about trade-related issues, including labor and environmental standards, digital trade, and trade facilitation, is not the same thing as negotiating trade deals. To do the latter, and offer the market access that negotiating partners desire, the administration needs to seek and have approved Trade Promotion Authority, TPA. Without TPA, trade partner countries will be hesitant to enter into formal talks without the guarantee of an up-or-down vote from Congress and protection against last-minute congressional tinkering. But USDR Catherine Tai is playing hard to get with TPP TPA. She recently stated that she would only support a TPA if the bill is, quote, broadly bipartisan. She notes that somewhat checkered history of TPA approvals, which sometimes have been passed by fairly partisan votes. The Obama TPA barely passed in the House with the bare minimum of votes needed 218, only 28 of which were from Democrats. And in the Senate... Only 11 Democrats were among the 60 silib- filibuster-proof "I" votes in the Senate. The Biden administration is loath to go through that kind of political heartache again, especially as it starts eyeing a potential race for reelection. All of this said, as mentioned previously. Biden is talking with Xi about trade, and voices inside and outside the administration and Congress are calling for more robust engagement with allies in Europe and Africa, and more substantive deliverables for regional agreements in the Indo-Pacific and the Americas. While the direction of trade policy is being debated inside the U.S., the impetus for change may end up coming from the outside, from trade partners, who want to go beyond frameworks and provide the meat and potatoes of trade promotion like mutual, beneficial, increased market access.
0: With professionals in nine offices, Sandler, Travis, and Rosenberg is the largest international trade, customs, and export law firm in the world.